It is Slash co-hosting The Rock 30 today. Actually, uh, twice we get to talk to you in one year, and uh, we got something really big to talk about. First of all, Slash, uh, good to talk to you, man. Yeah, man, it's good to talk to you again. It's been a little while. It has been. Uh, well, you know, the Gibson brand obviously is something that continues to grow, uh, be it the, the record label, and now they've got Gibson Publishing, which leads us into what we're talking about today with the book called The Collection Slash, a premium coffee table book. Let's talk about where the beginning of this uh, idea started from, uh, and it's uh, going to be shipped mid November. So kind of take us back to the beginning of this project. To make a long story short, I think the idea of of, uh, sort of just cataloging all my guitars, we might have tossed that around in passing a couple times. It might have got it brought up. I can't even remember specifically, but I get sort of feel like vaguely I remember something like that. But uh, really when it came down to it is Cesar from uh, Gibson came to me and goes, hey, what do you know? What about doing a a book with all the guitars in it. Right. You know? And I was like, that would, that would actually be cool to do at this point, you know? And, uh, I have a lot of guitars and, 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 you know, the, the funny thing about having a lot of guitars is you can only play one at the, at a time. <laughs> right. And so the other guitars are just sitting around while you're using another one. And it's great to be able to sort of give them some love by just exposing them, you know, getting them out of the f- cases. So uh, we said, yeah, let's do it. And Ross Halfin came down and we spent about four days. Uh, well, at least I spent four days shooting with the guitars. Uh, I think they spent in total around two weeks pulling everything out and getting individual shots and this and that and the other. But I mean, it was relatively painless. It was great to go, go down there and see, you know, there's some photos that have like, you know, 20 or 30 guitars all on stands and in on one backdrop. And it was sort of cool to walk in and see that. Um, but it was it was all in all, it was fun. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned Ross, because obviously, you, you know, your history goes back with him to uh, like 86 early Guns N' Roses days. So obviously, there's a great trust with you and Ross. So uh, maybe talk about that relationship and, you know, what you guys were trying to accomplish while putting this book together. Yeah, um, well, I mean, yeah, Ross is great. And, and I've had a steady relationship with Ross ever since, yeah, the early Guns Guns days. Um, and I've worked with him consistently up until the present. Um, and, you know, basically with the, the book, it's really about the guitars. It's not so much about me. So it's really trying to visually represent the guitars as best as possible. And that's that's really the long and short of it is just capturing, you know, capturing them in their best light. So that's what he did. And when you've got a collection like of 400 instruments, and like you said, it was nice to get them out to breathe a little bit and, and get the light of day. But, I mean, do you have a special place that you store these instruments, be it uh, fireproof or, you know, uh, environmental conditions that can change uh, instruments? I mean, do you have a special right. place that you keep all of them? Well, I mean, for the most part, they're all in, in basically one. I mean... I have a lot of stuff out on the road and I have stuff at home and whatnot, but everything that is in storage is temperature controlled and, and uh, fireproof to the best of my ability. When you're on tour, how many guitars do you uh, actually take out on average? I mean, it's, what's kind of the average amount that you normally take on a tour? Um, well, it's just, you know, I tour consistently with two bands. So with Guns N' Roses, we take two rigs out to do international. So like we'll be playing in the States and then I have a rig that's already in Europe for when we get over there. And then another the first rig will go to say somewhere like Australia. And then, you know, so that we can, uh, it's a, it's cost effective and it's less time consuming and so on. So anyway, so in each rig, I've got about, um, 
I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I've got about 15 guitars in each rig, right? right. So that's 30 right there. When I'm out with the conspirators, I've got about eight guitars in, in each rig. So you've done a lot of guitars with Gibson through the years. Uh, what was the first slash signature guitar that Gibson did for you? And uh, maybe tell me about that one. Was that something that, you know, they just approached you and said, here, we got this idea and, and let's tweak on it a little bit? Or what was the very first one? There's actually a good story for that one. In the book, I don't actually have this guitar, but it is in the book. We found some pictures that Ross did of me back in like 89 or 90, something like that. Right. There's a red signature, like a burgundy-ish red uh, signature Les Paul that I've got in some pictures. And uh, that guitar was inspired by the fact that my first Les Pauls that I got from Gibson, I bought in 1988 because I wanted to retire my handmade 59 replicas that I'd been using because I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure I had them for recording. Right. So I went to Gibson. I said, you know, I need a couple Les Pauls. And they sold me a couple factory second Les Paul standards, three piece. <laughs> wow. And those are actually still with me to this day. They're still my main live guitars with Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But um, anyway, so, so those are my two guitars. And then around 1990, Duff and I went to a NAMM show in Chicago. And I went to the Gibson booth. And they had this one wall that had all these flame top Les Pauls with no pickup covers and no pick guards. And I went to the guy and I was like, you know, that looks a lot like my guitars. <laughs> you know? yeah. And he goes, oh, you think? Um, maybe we should make a guitar for you. Wow. And so that was the beginning of the Slash model. They made me two Les Pauls that were flame top and they had my, my signature on the trust rod cover. One was red and the other one was blue. And the blue one got auctioned off um, against a sort of without my knowledge uh back when i was married and then and then this other one that's in the photo in the book i don't know where the f that guitar is i can't find it anywhere <laughs> when you were buying guitars you know for yourself uh do you ever like buy guitars that you don't want to play uh, just something maybe to have as a collector just based on maybe what the uh, historical impact that uh, particular guitar maybe had on music that's a fine line. I, I don't think there's any uh, really valuable, special uh, guitar that I purchased that I didn't ever want to play. I got gotcha. you. Um, because usually those guitars have a certain kind of uh, something to them that you want to hear what they sound like and you want to be able to use that for something. Right. So some of these, you know, um, coveted 59 Les Pauls that are, you know, such a big big deal i mean i i bought one of a couple of years ago i think it was right before guns's last u.s run or something and it's a really beautiful perfect condition tobacco sunburst nice um and so that one is something that i don't run around with it and take it places but i definitely want to record with it yeah and i've got a, a handful of other guitars like that as well but i just i don't really collect guitars for the sake of collecting as conversation pieces they always there's always a purpose for everyone that i've ever actually bought like there's some reason why i want to use it or something i want to use it for or whatever i just picked up um a really nice one of a kind 1275 hollow body 1961 double neck yeah 
And those particular guitars, because they're double necks, have a great kind of resonance to it. So as special as that guitar is, and as much as you can go, oh, wow, look at that. You want to use it in the studio so that you can really capture the essence of it. Well, since you aren't like your typical uh, collector, I mean, is it safe to say the Use Your Illusion era might have been when you really started to add a lot of guitars, just simply because there's a lot of songs on that album and you maybe wanted to experiment with different types of guitars to to kind of right. get that sound. Is that kind of where it really started at? That was really that was really the time where I started picking up guitars because prior to that, I really just had the two standards um, and I had uh, my two handmade 59 replicas. So I started collecting guitars for the purpose of making that record to get different sounds and, and whatnot. And I actually had a little bit of money to be able to do it. And that was really the beginning of it. And I, I bought Travis Beans. I bought uh, Gold Tops. I bought the, the uh, I bought a 58 uh, Explorer and a 58V. And wow. all the stuff that I picked up was all on that record, right? And so when we went out on the road, I took a lot. The vintage stuff, not so much, but some of the other stuff I took out on the road with me. And I started to build up this arsenal. Uh, of live gear that I would, you know, go between songs for use different guitars for different songs and so on. Right, right. Well, uh, you can definitely pre-order the collection from Slash. Uh, it will be shipping mid-November. Uh, you can get the custom or deluxe version. Uh, I believe some of them are autographed too, right? Yeah, well, I think there, there's a couple different packages, and one of the packages. I personally signed every one of them. Great, great. Well, man, thanks uh, for taking a little time, and uh, best of luck with this. I definitely will uh, put that on my Christmas wish list to have it there for sure. You'll dig it. It's, it's, a really, it's a really nice book, I have to say. They did a good job with it. I think they did, too, from what I've seen so far. All right, my <laughs> friend. Well, take care and have a great day, and uh, best of luck right. on the book. You, too. I'll talk to you soon.